Hey friends, it's your girl Krista Janine and we are back for season two of Trauma and Triumph. This season is filled with amazing stories from women who have used their trauma and turned it into triumph. We hope these stories inspire, encourage, and empower you to live the life of your dreams. All right, party people, we are back with part two of the Yes Black Girl episode with the co-host of Yes Black Girl podcast. I hope you enjoy. I would I would try to explain that to him and he would just be like, oh no, we've known each other for this long, so like we can make it work. And he felt like the struggle love thing was like the thing uh, to do. we all let struggle love go? Yeah. It's I'm not like... beautiful or cute at all. And I don't know why it's mm. like becoming the norm for Black relationships. And I feel like it's it's Black relationships most of, most yeah. of the time. It's like we just have this, I don't know where it comes from. I don't know if it sells from slavery child. I don't know what it is, but mm. we really be going through it as Black people trying to find love. And even, do you guys watch that Black Love Doc? Mm-hmm. that was uh, on yeah yeah i think i saw something here. it's good just, i like yeah, it, it they good. give the full they give the full scope right yeah but, but that tells it. you a lot because mm-hmm. you kind of see what people put up with in order to like stay in these relationships sometimes they end up you know they wind up ending anyway later um but still it's like some of the stuff that these people were dealing with and i'm like what and I and then I it's like you can't even be judgmental because I'm thinking about my own relationships I'm like wow I do the same thing and Mm -hmm. um I can't imagine like being married and then having kids you know as a part of it as well that's a whole other dynamic but um but yeah it's like it really is a theme and I just I wish that was something that we could collectively dismantle but it's Mm -hmm. it's not looking like it's about to happen anytime soon because well but you know what? So speaking of Black Love Doc, because the first season was a little tumultuous. I'm not going to lie. Like, they really yes. were, like, giving all of it. But as the series yeah. progressed, like, the last season very much so was less struggle love and more, like, mm-hmm. us struggling together as a unit. And the couples mm-hmm. they had on I like, noticed season that too. six we're like very much so because I think as a collective we really are like okay we over the struggle of I'm not I don't want to struggle love you like I just have mm-hmm. love, right and I think yes. you can even see that progress over the seven years of the series like just us as a collective mm. are pulling away from that mentality because like for me there are very specific reasons that I would like, for instance, never even consider being with my son's father again, right? It's because I don't want to have yeah. our past be what it is and then be like, oh, mm-hmm. but we made it work. Like, no, because I don't want yeah, nobody else to no. have to go through that and look at it as a as a roadmap to how to like just stick it out. Right. No, don't right. stick it out, girl. Leave. Don't right? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Leave. Okay. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> Oh my God. But you're absolutely right. I did notice that. I still didn't finish this last season. I think I saw like two episodes, but you're right. It was very like the foundation was very, very different. They approached even getting into their relationships differently. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of refreshing. Um, but yeah, that first season was rough. I'm just I I enjoy my piece so much. Yeah. And like dating has just not been a peaceful experience for me. Mm-hmm. um and that's dating men and women right it's just, people are just fucking crazy yes We're all like yes we all have so much healing that's... to do and i just like mm-hmm. i don't have time mm-hmm. 
Right. Because I'm trying to heal too, and I can't be trying to help you, and then you don't even want to heal, and I'm still trying to. Right. And you're not even trying. And that's my thing too is like, if you're not even trying to be better, please go away. Leave me alone. Yeah. I need somebody to meet me when I get, you know, to a point, because I feel like we're never really done. I feel like that's like a lifelong thing, trying to heal and work on yourself. But when I get to a point where I feel more whole, I need to find somebody else that's feeling whole and then we just come together versus yes. me trying to find somebody and then child they trying to get me to fill up their hole. It's like I can't help you with that. Right. What am I doing? Yeah. But speaking of that though, what do you feel like you've gained most from these experiences and these times in your life? Like how do you feel like you're stronger? I guess this is the real question. Like what strength have you gained from from these experiences not being afraid to speak my mind hell yes that throat chakra is open yes okay girl it's (laughs) open (laughs) um and what was the other one um what was the question again i'm sorry what strength do you feel like you've gained from yeah uh yeah so speaking up and setting clearer boundaries Mm. yes yeah definitely for me being more assertive with the things that I want um and just being strong enough to walk away like knowing that I'm gonna be good Mm -hmm. when I walk away from this and that I care about my peace I care about um where I'm going a little bit more to where I don't need to like keep certain things in my life um I think that's pretty much that's it and I feel like those are those are major for me because those Mm -hmm. are two things and not just in relationships but just in life like knowing how to just speak up be more assertive you know when something's bothering me being able to say it and not feeling bad for Mm -hmm. having an opinion or having something to say yeah um but yeah right and I also have a um sorry um (laughs) my brother he got me a ring it says fuck it so that is what I'm feeling lately like if I want to do something fuck it if not yeah yeah Mm -hmm. no that's real and I think especially like again as black women like we're so overly policed about everything we do everything we say and you do have that internal dialogue going on with yourself all the time being like Mm -hmm. should I say this should I not say this am I gonna offend somebody Mm -hmm. is somebody gonna be mad at me and letting go of that and this is me personally has been such a release because whatever I say Mm -hmm. I know it's coming from a place of good intention and if it doesn't land right I will handle it accordingly like on the other side Mm -hmm. but you know it's it's more so the asking for forgiveness and not permission right to just Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's very freeing yeah So in that regard, what advice would you give to someone else in a similar situation to like help them like move through it and like find a better other side? Don't ignore those red flags. (laughs) (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. Because they they look fun at first and then you learn why you should not have ignored them. And also um, Mm -hmm. if you need help, don't be afraid to ask like if you have a community around you um and you never know like who may want to help you because I always ask people for help now because at first I've had that issue as well um Mm -hmm. 
And yeah, you will be surprised at who really is willing to help you. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes they said that you shouldn't talk to people like about your relationship and stuff like that because it can kind of, if you know that you're going to like go back to that person that can create like issues with your your family, your friends and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But that community is who's going to help you see those things. And when you talk to them and they're able to like present those things to you and you kind of say, oh, this is what's going on. It kind of helps you to look at that um, situation a little bit differently. But I agree. Also, not ignoring those red flags is the biggest mm-hmm. one. Because mm-hmm. half the time, that's how you get into a situation. You see little things and it just builds. It's very, very sinister. It like, starts off super small, gets bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. But by then, you're mm-hmm. already in it. You didn't already fell in love. You didn't already got digmatized. Or if you're not dealing with a man, whatever. Mm-hmm. You, you are it. intertwined with that spirit now. Yes. Yeah. And it's like your whole life is just flipped upside down because you wasn't looking at these red flags. Um, and just knowing that it's okay to walk away. Like you can start again. It's not the end of the world. There's going to be other um people that come in and out of your life it's a part of like you know you're gonna love you're gonna lose it's it's all good and Mm -hmm. remaining like putting yourself first always I think is important too like not making yourself smaller for anybody but just realizing that you are this person and like you said earlier that's who you're gonna be accept it or keep it moving and I I like how you said like talking about it because because when I was talking to you and a whole bunch of other people about the first relationship and like how it ended I was like this is crazy like this is Mm -hmm. too much and my therapist was saying like it's good that you learned in this one relationship because most people it takes them a couple relationships to learn like what Mm -hmm. I learned and to go through what I went through because we were together when I was I got with him when I was 20 and then we broke up around Mm -hmm. yeah 25 yeah so yeah. yeah early 20s too like yeah you <laughs> yeah, left us man. 20s are man. real early i'm ready to get up out of them like i don't know it's like we got a couple more years but i'm ready you like learned, when it's you 30 learned the lessons you learned the lessons the life lessons <laughs> you learn know, in your 20s will carry you they really will like the things experiences <laughs> you go through in your 20s they will carry you throughout the rest of your life because you really are fully developing into the person that you're meant to be so when you get yeah. to your 30s you'll be like fuck it I don't right. care but that that journey yes. in your 20s is, is such I'm looking so forward. necessary because your brain is not even fully mm. formed yet your brain is <laughs> so, not even fully formed no. yet until you're 25 still an right? adolescent yes. yeah. yeah it takes time and I think as a society we expect too much of people just because you're 18 right, right. that don't mean nothing you're still right. a child what do you mean I was 17 out. yesterday you're yeah. still a teenager yeah exactly. you're a baby right like, so I think as a Ooh. whole we are all like finally realizing your 20s ain't actually adulthood when you get to your mm. 30s then you'll feel like an actual Hell no. and every once in a while you'll be like right hey, like who approved this management change right <laughs> okay <laughs> I think that's another reason why I've been giving myself more grace too is because I have enough people around me who are like in their 30s or just older and I just see how they're like moving through life now and it's a, yes. it's definitely more ease of course they're still going through their same mm-hmm. you know it's like always going to be something happening but I just see how they like 
how they move. And I'm like, okay, let me give myself time to get there because I'm definitely still in my 20s. I'm still making mistakes, learning lessons. And I will continue to do that. But just understanding that, okay, I still got a couple of years to mm-hmm. really yeah, <laughs> wild out. And yeah. yeah. We just know to make better decisions now. Exactly. You know how to handle it better. And I think that's the biggest thing, the biggest change from your 20s to your 30s. Like, even in regards to relationships, like, you know what you want, you know what you're willing to tolerate, and you know how to handle a situation in a way where it doesn't take you years to remove yourself from it anymore. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, this is where we are. This is what's happening. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm going to turn left have a nice life you know what I mean yeah and not just and in relationships but like holistically okay. yes and it's funny mm-hmm. you mentioned that because when I was like dating guys when I was like in early college before I even got into that relationship and like late high school I used to just cut them off at the slightest thing so mm-hmm. I don't Same. know what happened in between those couple years um but like if they would say something mean or weird I would be like yeah. all right well this is done like this is not gonna go anywhere. you gotta go mm-hmm so and now I'm honestly it yeah yeah it is I think that takes yeah. some time I think you have to go through the bad stuff though in order to get there it's like if you kept going on that path then you would never have the experiences to know that shit would just catch you off guard and now you're gonna be ready yeah but yeah exactly and I mean and that's the perfect segue because that's essentially what this podcast is about is like we're never gonna be the best versions of ourselves without having to go through some like trials and tribulations right there's no like growth that happens in like comfort and safety unfortunately because if if you're safe and comfortable like there's no reason for you to grow right none of us are that motivated it's like i'm still gonna try to be a better person (laughs) i'm good right so i think you know that's why it is so important to have these conversations because people really do get down on themselves they're like how could I have done that how could I x y and z but if you look at it from a holistic standpoint you know when you get to the other side you're like oh I needed this because I needed to learn this lesson or I needed to you know heal from this part of my past or what have you right there's so many reasons why we go through Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. traumatic situations that we go through them and I know that's probably a very yeah. unpopular opinion, but yeah. you know, facts are facts. Ooh, like, I facts. Yeah, yeah, I don't know anybody who's successful and thriving in life who hasn't had at least one traumatic experience. Yes. And let's all be honest, it's most of the time it's multiple traumatic experiences and they just learn how to navigate them better. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's a it's a part of it's a part of it and that being Mm -hmm. said what would you if somebody were to ask you like using this traumatic period of time for you like what was that journey from trauma to triumph like what would you say that would be for you like what that journey looked like Hmm. Hmm. I'd say for me it was just recognizing an issue having some self-reflection um reaching out to my community to kind of help guide me on like what I needed to do to not fix those things but just heal from those things and now um being able to identify things and just pour into myself more um and now being in a space of where I don't ever want to stop doing that like I think always making sure that I'm putting myself first. I'm investing in things that I that I care about that are going to better me. 
um, holistically and as far as like my career and other things like that, the things that are most important to me, um, spending time with family um, and not really losing sight of that and allowing distractions to kind of come in and throw me off was a big thing. Could you repeat that, please? <laughs> the question. <laughs> Yes. What would what would you if someone were to ask you what your journey from trauma to triumph would look like with this particular situation? How would you describe that to them? Ooh. Hmm. Internally, it was very messy, Mm -hmm. (laughs) especially before therapy. Just trying to figure out who I was in the midst of being in a toxic relationship and trying to figure out who my parents were outside of being my parents and dealing with everything else that I was going through at the time, Um, being a college student, uh, having a job, being in different dance companies. So I always felt like I never really had a lot of me time. So once 2020 hit, that's when like we got sat down and I was like, okay, if I don't do anything to help myself, I'm going to crumble. So Mm Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we're, we're going back to therapy fuck it once again because <laughs> right. I was always nervous of entertaining the idea of going to therapy by myself because I would have to speak up and I wasn't used to doing that mm-hmm. um, especially as a dancer we don't nobody asks us questions about our lives it's just go in the studio dance right. go to a show dance yeah. follow directions dance mm-hmm. um so now I, I'm <sighs> glad like in that industry we have more conversations about like our internal wellness and our emotional health mm. and navigating different paths in the entertainment industry because it's not just we're going into a studio and learning choreography and performing like there's different hmm, sections or like different pockets of the industry as a dancer that you could be in and within that there are so many experiences that people have especially like with production companies and like big name artists and even the smaller artists and getting paid on time like that's a whole conversation and then like sexual assault within the dance community Mm -hmm. especially like in dance studios um so yeah just figuring out who I was outside of being an artist and yeah it was it was a lot so I'm glad I did that in 2020 and not now because trying to figure that out with the current schedule I have now and especially because the world is open now outside is open outside is is too open um (laughs) but yeah I'm I'm glad I utilized my time wisely during that and I also wasn't living Mm -hmm. with my parents so like I was able to fully understand who I was and what I wanted in life and right. just be open about a lot of things. Yeah. And I'm grateful for that experience. That's such an important part too. Like being away from your parents really does, it, it forces you to have to grow and to learn how to navigate things on your own because they're not there to kind of solve those problems and to fix it. It's mm-hmm. like, I'm so used to always having my mom be like that person I could just kind of fall back on but it's like you really got to get out here and figure this stuff out on your own it's like okay I'm doing this and it actually feels better it's like you just feel better about yourself once you're handling these things on your own Mm -hmm. yeah no for sure and there is that level of independence that does it like 
it just helps you be more confident in who you are as a person and know that you you know you got yourself right it's like at the end of the day like you know that you got yourself and you can call in reinforcements when needed but for the most part it's it's you so yeah Mm-hmm. well thank you guys so as we wrap up have you guys ever heard of the and by skin deep uh yes no so they have a self edition so we're gonna do two questions from the self they have a they have a bunch of editions but we're gonna do one from the self edition so describe the last great thing you did and what made it great Ooh. hmm what's the last great thing last i did last great thing i did Ooh. not mm. to overthink the hell out of this right <laughs> right it's not that uh, it's a card game guys. <laughs> <laughs> the last great thing i did i mean besides waking up i'm, I'm glad to be alive uh okay what was the last great thing i did um hmm. damn krista Right, you got me. Stone, snatch! You got a stone. Oh, speechless. Um, <laughs> the last great thing I did was start. Well, I think a starting yes, black girl was a really, really big thing mm-hmm. for me. Um, because it allowed me to be able to connect with people like yourself, and I'm like learning so much from you guys. But I also love being able to. I love that we're able to like highlight all these amazing people that are in various fields that are doing these great things. Like it's just it, every time that we talk to somebody new, it's like, oh my God, like this is mm-hmm. what you're doing. Like I love this. It's so inspiring. Um, and it helps me as much as I hope that it's helping um anyone else. So I think that's probably the last great thing for me. And Ray, you be right. doing hella shit. Hold up. Right, that's what I was that's just saying. <laughs> okay um as many people might not know I'm a very intuitive and spiritual person um so I'm really good at reading cards and doing all that and talking to spirits because I be hearing shit in my ears um so I gave my friend Chloe a reading um and the spread that we pulled it was I think your ancestral lineage and then like each card um the way the spread is set up it's like what does this ancestor want from you blah 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 blah. so there are different questions with the cards that you pull and for me I say like a prayer before to you know open that portal and make sure I am communicating with the right people um right yes and it turned out to be really clarifying for her and she was happy that I did it for her um and I told her everything that I've been telling her and she she knew she knew. So she just needed confirmation. That was um, the confirmation. And right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm glad that I can do that for people because it makes me feel less crazy. <laughs> um, especially just Let like tell you. being somebody who just knows things. Um yeah, I like doing that. Um so I know I need to tap more into that in terms of helping yes. people. Um yeah. Cause yeah, like at one point I was talking to her and I was like, chitlins is popping up in my head and like with uh, ancestral veneration. So like you feed your ancestors, you put food on the altar and then Mm -hmm. you present it to them and you also have to speak to them a very specific way or you might be talking to somebody else that you shouldn't be talking to. 
Right. So, um, and she was like, oh yeah, I was talking to my, uh, my mom about what my uncle's favorite food was and it was chitlins or something. And I was like, okay, cool. So that was right. Um, so I was just like, yeah, girl, you need to put some chitlins on your altar. Like, right. Connect, connect with your your, um, I don't know. He would be starving, yeah. baby. Right. right. He'd be starving for right. me. You ain't gonna have my house out here smell yeah. like chillers. You like something else? And that's her. Yeah, that's <laughs> her main. That's her main <laughs> and uh, I know oh, she's yeah. been. <laughs> I know yeah. she's been connecting with uh, the um, patriarchal side of her family, um, and just like Ooh. men in general, you know, we always mm-hmm. have issues. Um, so just cultivating a healthier relationship with that part of her lineage and her own masculine energy because everybody has masculine and feminine Mm -hmm. energy it's just not exclusive to yeah whatever gender yeah for sure so yeah that's That's that and I made I made some uh, mushroom pasta yesterday I haven't cooked in a while amazing yes well you don't have to share that recipe I don't okay. know if I'm actually gonna try it, but I'll share it with the listeners. Mm-hmm. I'm all for that. <laughs> I don't want to lie. I don't want to be a liar. <laughs> uh, okay, and then the second one is, what is something you never want to forget? Ooh, never want to forget. Um, hmm. that question could go so many ways. Something good, that right? Gonna let's go. Let's leave with an upbeat moment. So okay. something, something good in your life that you never want to forget. Um, this may sound a little abstract. I don't know, but I just know I never want to forget what it feels like to have a childlike, imaginative energy. I was just like, have you guys ever gotten around other adults and they're just like dry and just boring as hell? It's like they, yeah, like they don't, yeah, like they never want to do anything fun. And I just, I just love being around people who it's like when we're around each other, we're kind of tapping into that part of ourselves, which is a very important part. It's probably some for a lot of people the time when you felt like the most free, maybe. Um, because it's before life then got you all jaded and fucked you up. It's like, I never want to lose sight of that. Um, and I feel like it's even helpful when it comes to like, you know, being around other kids, like being able to like help them nurture that part of themselves. Like that's something that's super important to me right now. And I didn't realize it until probably during and after the pandemic, but it's like, I never want to lose sight of that. I never want to um, forget what it feels like to just have that type of a freedom. Um, and I feel like it helps in anything, whether you're creating, um, if I do end up one day becoming a parent, I feel like it'll be helpful in that aspect mm-hmm. of my life as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say the same thing. Um, just not forgetting your inner child because we are all just adults <laughs> walking around. Mm. We're the same people. I mean, of course, people go through things and they change, but like, I feel like you still like a lot of the things that you like Mm -hmm. when you were a child and we're taught to forget those things simply because we grow older and Mm -hmm. I think that's stupid because it's like I still like 
stuff that I liked when I was five. So like I knew yep. what I wanted to do. I knew what I liked. Why do we yeah. have to abandon that just because right. we're getting older? Right. And it's funny that and we got uh, bills to pay. <laughs> right. It's funny that we're mentioning like inner child stuff because my parents bought some candy cigarettes and <laughs> they were <Okay>. just <laughs> they were just passing it around to each other. I was like, why do y'all have candy cigarettes? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and they were my mom was I was talking to her today actually and she was like, Oh yeah, we was just talking about how we used to act like we were smoking and this was before they put the warnings on the cigarette pack. So everybody right. thought smoking, smoking was cool was and cool. blah blah blah. Yeah. yeah, and it was cool. a really fun time for them. And I was like, Oh y'all, y'all hear me, y'all in the child, that's so cute. <laughs> yes. yes it's so important keep that so candy important. right yeah. but that is like so important and I do think we lose sight of it as we get older and life does like just start to weigh down on us mm-hmm. um, and that's why I like mm-hmm. how my life is set up because I have time right as much time as I don't have I also have periods of an abundance of time and I yes. just be like mm. watching tv watching stupid stuff that I watched in the 90s and stuff like mm-hmm. that you know what I mean it's just like into to your younger self and what yes. used to really mm-hmm. bring you joy for sure and how your imagination really used to like run wild I used yes. to daydream all the yes. time when I was younger. man yeah I found Hell some yeah. sketchbooks from my art class in high school and I wrote like poems with like the sketches I would mm-hmm. write and I would make them all colorful and I'm like my mind was why stop doing it right I was like the the creativity was just in full force yeah yeah now I think about that sometimes too because I used to compose music like high school college and then I stopped like I know right I just I just like I used to write no all the time and then I'm just I have a whole combo girl man I got poetry it's so wild that that you just stop doing stuff my mom asked me the other day she's like are you gonna start playing the guitar again I was like probably not and I know that's sad (laughs) but it looks like I probably won't but there were very few places that I used to go without my guitar but now it's just like yeah maybe Mm -hmm. one day I don't know yes and I I feel like it may revisit you later maybe I feel like it usually does yeah yeah like when you're older like when we hit like 60 you're gonna be like I got a little bit of time and I I used to play I used to play the flute for a little bit and now that I see Lizzo doing what she's doing okay. and I went out to lunch with somebody the other day and we were talking about like music and like instruments we used to play and I was like maybe I kind of want to pick up the flute again because I didn't yeah. like practicing but now I and better at doing that for myself especially like yeah, a dancer like, discipline. We have, yeah. right we have to rehearse and be disciplined um yeah. right. so that might be another thing um yeah maybe we will we'll all see. pick up some some old some old instrument we used to it's play <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm not picking up that clarinet but i'm, I'm here for y'all <laughs> yeah Nah, I might revisit mm. the piano. I used to play the piano too that's because i'm not taking my nails off oh so the like, piano's I'm, tough uh, yeah I've always wanted to learn but like I said the discipline and the patience yeah. was not there so that's the thing yeah one of these yeah. days but the piano is probably yeah. more realistic for me than the guitar because like I said I'm I always have mm-hmm. long nails and I'm never that's just gonna be my truth so mm-hmm. but I can play the piano yeah so what can't you do <laughs> <laughs> okay 
a lot of apparently uh be in a relationship that's a different podcast (laughs) girl that is my that's my current struggle right now is like working through my childhood shit so I can be in a a actual healthy relationship and Mm -hmm. not lose my mind most given you know work through it and most of us about to end up being Tracy Ellis Ross and I'm okay with that if I gotta have like a little something I can cuddle with every now and then and I'm going to be still gonna be living my life she yes. living her best uh-uh. life. Yes. And she ain't got okay. no kids. Okay. I mean, beautiful. Nope. Yeah. She just got little nieces and nephews she can pass right. on. And your kid about to be grown. You I mean, be good to go, girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so we'll see. But yeah, because that's that's yeah. the realest thing. I think about that often, like how he'll be 10 in May. I'm like, eight years ain't that yes. far away, guys. Like, you're going to be outside, girl. So. <laughs> it's going to be beautiful. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah. Anyway, all jokes aside, thank you guys so much for for doing this, for being on the podcast today. Um, tell us about Yes Black Girl and also um anything else you have coming up. Hmm. Okay, um so yes, listen to our podcast, Yes Black Girl. It's available on all streaming platforms and it's on YouTube. Um, And it's just a space where we invite black women to come and talk about their practice um, and just their journeys and their careers and their personal journeys and how they relate to one another. Um, And we actually have two episodes that we just recorded this week that are like really, really exciting. So stay tuned for those. They'll be coming out this next Monday and the Monday after, so yeah. And um, I also, I was just telling Rhea the other day, I just got into a mentorship program with Femme Forward. Um, they're doing a program called Next Gen Femme, and they just assigned me with a mentor who has been everywhere and done everything. So I'm really excited about that and just seeing like where that's going to take me. Uh, and I'm also thinking about possibly going back to school. I don't know. I don't know if I'm making a decision. I think I am, but uh, production. Because I just need to learn a little bit more yeah. about um, production, like, on the on the planning side. Just learning, mm-hmm. like, how to develop, like, a show and things like that. Because that's something I'm really interested in. Um, and just creative direction and everything. Uh, but, you so know, you it's MFA? like, do I want to go back to school? I already, well, I have, I don't think I'm going to do that. I think it's just going to be me getting, like, a doing, like, a one-year program or something. Mm-hmm doing like a certificate because after getting a master's I don't want to do anything else that's that stressful mm-hmm. and strenuous like that was a lot all that reading all that writing that was 50 yeah. pages of my life 60 no nah, it was not that it was like there's a lot of pages and I don't want to do that again so <laughs> something that's just more on the practice side yeah because that, that was stressful that's what oh. you say now. I'm back in school for my PhD right now. And I said I was never going back to school. So oh, life, you know what? Life will I get love you. it. Life will get you. Don't I, worry. I feel that. It'll probably happen when I'm a little bit older and I'll be like, not me going back in here again. What am I thinking? Because mm-hmm. that's but literally it's, how I feel It's good. Day. More feathers like, in your hat. Thinking? Yes. Yeah, I've been thinking the about person that you are when you come school. out. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, go, this, oh. okay, sorry, you're, uh, yeah, it froze a little bit, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I was saying, I was also thinking about going back to school at some point for clinical herbalism, because I know, like, 
before you actually like get certified I mean it's plant medicine so like Mm -hmm. there's no certifications in that unless you are going in for clinical herbalism um right and yeah just like having to diagnose people and give them different remedies for things um Mm -hmm. I would like to do that on an official tip like I already do it for people that I know like on a small scale um Mm -hmm. so I want to do that because I did go to a um a training program for herbalism from bloom co uh, mm-hmm. yeah and that was really cool it's for folk herbalism so we just learned how to make like tinctures and oxymels and we got a herb kit so i still work with that and mm-hmm. just help people out in the best way that i can and help myself especially now because mm-hmm. it's something going around that's not covid um yeah that's so not yeah. COVID. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but no, that's what my doctor does the doctor i was telling you about like mm-hmm. she uses um crystals and like stones to diagnose mm-hmm. and then from that she gives you like like i was telling you she gives you supplements to take that are like natural supplements um to like balance out the body and she does acupuncture and stuff too so it's amazing yeah and she's an md like she's wow. a doctor yeah that's cool yeah Yeah. i um i went to this expo recently and they had someone there like looking at our spine and so i was like a chiropractor but it's called um cervical cervical something i can't remember at the moment but it's just um yeah but i like the type of medicine that they're practicing it's a documentary behind it I'm gonna have to Uh, yeah I'm gonna have to send it to y'all but it's really really cool like how they just look at all those things and they talk about how like the mind the body and the spirit connects and how if one thing is off it kind of can you know trigger anxiety and depression and all these other things and so I went in um to talk to them and I was like this is where I want to be like once you start your treatment they have like a little meditation room you can go in there and cry because they don't know what might come up once you're mm-hmm. you know kind of doing that process I can't do it because it's too expensive and you know yeah. insurance doesn't cover anything that's holistic yeah. so I'm gonna have to wait still really yeah. no, get my coins right. together but yeah, I love it this out of pocket too yep. like, oh, yeah. I, I also, like that's the type of thing that we need yeah yes. Um, I also want to get certified in like some yoga training. Uh, I feel like it's just time Um, because people have been like, oh, do you teach yoga? Like people I've been in yoga classes uh, and they're like, oh, do you teach? You look familiar. And I'm like, no. I just I don't really be in yoga classes like I was at <laughs> one like point you should. but you should teach. yeah and they're like you should because yeah. I remember I was at my um, aunt's house um, and I was just like sitting there talking to her friend and he was like do you teach yoga like you have that energy about you mm-hmm. and I was like no but like I've been thinking about it so it's also because you're a dancer and that is yeah. a very similar- right I was about to say that yeah, it's a very similar. Yeah, energy. at and Pilates Studio, I met almost everybody is dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. My friend, she just—I uh, don't know if she's certified yet, but she's training to be a Pilates coach, and yeah. the body is body. Yeah. So, yeah, Pilates will get you right. Mm-hmm. So I might Pilates do that one day. Get you right. We will Y'all see. Are so fun. Well, <laughs> I won't keep you any longer. But thank you, thank you, thank you, and I'll put all of your contact info in the show notes but um anything you want to leave with the people before we peace out um stay Ooh. black and beautiful drink your there water you 
drink your water. Stretch, stretch every day. Um, and get some sleep. That's yeah. the most important thing. Nap ministry. Sleep. Make sure you resting out here. If you could take yes, a nap. And take have it. fun. Yes. Just make sure nap you're finding time for fun. And give people mm-hmm. grace. Oh my Especially. God, it's like talking to the preschoolers, but it's sad. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yes, and give people grace, all the things. Well, thank you guys so much. And thank you all for listening in for another episode of Trauma and Triumph. And we will see you next week. Same time, same place. Thank you, Krista. And there you have it, friends, another episode of Trauma and Triumph. Thank you so much for joining us again this week. And if you're liking what you're hearing so far, feel free to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or Amazon Music. See you next week for another triumphant story.